Welcome back to another episode of Realistically Living. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm actually on a time frame right now. I actually have hair to do. Um, but I, I, the what I'm about to talk about, it was really settling on my heart today. So earlier today, um, for those of you who don't know, I do have a hair care business, and I was just making product, restocking my inventory, and a thought came in my mind, and the thought was, why as Christians do we sometimes um, become stagnant in our faith and why I do sometimes we become stagnant for so long and um, I not just ponder on that thought more so because I was thinking about I was reflecting on my walk with Christ um, I was born in church you know and I'm 25 years old now and I just started my walk with Christ and I'm like you know that's if somebody hears that I'm like dang yeah that, that you know that's a long time that you were stagnant and you know, and I and, and I just started studying that, and I was you know look, looking up some stuff online, and it brought me to the verse, uh, Revelation, um, chapter three, uh, verse twenty, and that verse basically talks about um, Jesus was given you know basically you know his the discernment I, I guess, and it Revelation three and twenty says. Um, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and open the door, I will come to him and eat with him and he with me. And I just had to ponder on that. And I was like, well, first, you know, this message that Jesus is giving, he was talking to believers. He wasn't talking to non-believers. So this message is for believers, us, you know, those who are Christians. And it was basically a warning against those who are lukewarm Christians. And the two verses before that, uh, starting at verse, um, we'll start at verse 18. It says, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich in white garments so that you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen and salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see. Verse 19 says, those whom I love, and this is a verse we, we repeat a lot. Those whom I love, I reprove and discipline. So be zealous and repent. And then verse 20 again, it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come to him and eat with him and he with me. And and I'm like, okay, so if this message was for believers, you know, like what 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 what, what is Jesus trying to say? What is Jesus trying to say? You know, and I was like, okay, Jesus spoke often spoke in parables more so so the people who he was talking to can understand so i say okay let's let's put it in parable terms so let's just say you know you know god does not we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna imagine a house you're on the inside of the house god is knocking at jesus is knocking at your front door you only have two options either you answer the door or you don't you know and some of us like i'm gonna be honest with me when somebody knocks on the door, I don't necessarily open the door. I say, who is it? You know what I'm saying? And Jesus is going to keep knocking. He's going to keep knocking. We know it's Jesus going to keep knocking, but we keep saying, who is it? You know, God is not begging to come in the door. You know, he's not begging to come in the door. But, you know, that's the first step. We have to open the door for God. Now there are Christians who have opened the door to God, and God is just chilling, chilling in the living room. But... In a house, we have many doors, and if you're anything like my mom, when we have company, all the other doors of the house are closed. That's just rule number one. When we have company, everybody else's door, the laundry door, bathroom doors, your room doors, all that is closed. That is that is not for a guest, you know what I'm saying? But God is not trying to be a guest. He says in verse 20, I will eat with him and he with me. That is saying that, you know, God 
basically calling you a friend. Like we're, we're friends at this point, you know, I have a friend in Jesus basically, you know? So that's what that is. He's, he's not trying to be a guest because what do guests do? They eventually leave. Guests eventually leave. He's, he's here to stay. He's trying to stay. And then, like I said, this message was a warning for Christians who are lukewarm and that's everybody. That's all of us. You know, we all have our areas where we are lukewarm and, Back to the analogy of using the house, you know, some of us, we just invite God to the living room. God has, we have so many doors in our life that are closed that God needs to be in because it's keeping us from purpose. It's keeping us from carrying out our, our will for his life. So, you know, and I'm going to just use myself for an example. On the outside, people only saw me as gay you know what i'm saying people saw the gay lifestyle but they didn't know all the doors that were closed that i needed god in in order for him to be shown in my life you know i had a door for insecurity i had a door of hurt i had a door of abuse a door of narcissist a door of manipulative a door of lying. like all these doors i had in my life that needed god you know what i'm saying and what did i do i only invited god into the living room and god was like well i'm trying to go through the rest of the house you know what i'm saying and the thing is, just because he's in a house does not mean he's still not knocking on those other doors. And we still have to make the choice to open those other doors in our life. And, I, um, you know, and that's, and that's what God is saying. You know, I'm not trying to fix just one part of you. You are not only sinful in one area of your life. Your whole life holistically is sinful. I need to fix all of that. I need to come in and show you how to deal with all of this. You know what I'm saying? I need to clean you up. You can't do it on your own. You cannot do it on your own. And I feel like, you know, God is calling us to be, to open those doors, you know? And, and I know this is a quick episode, but I think that we need to hear this. Like, you know, yeah, we may go to church every Sunday. Yeah, we may participate, but there are still things in your life that you, only you know about and you're keeping it in secret. And God was like, first off, you can't keep a secret from God. You know what I'm saying? He's all knowing. He already knows how you feel. He knows what you're going through. He knows your, he knows you. <laughs> he knows the real you. You know what I'm saying? Only you and God know the real you. And, and it takes time. It takes time. You know, we have to be open with God and we have to be vulnerable with God first. Be vulnerable with God because, because first off, he already knows. You know, he already knows. He wants to clean up those areas of your life. And when he does, he, you're going to have peace. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm telling you, just a testimony. I, I used, I, I used to be a narcissist. Real, I had it, I had it bad. I had it bad. You know, I wanted things done my way. I didn't see it nobody else's way. You know, I was selfish about it. You know, I, and me being a narcissist, that made me verbally abusive and physically abusive. And that, I, I, I told my parents um, the other day, I said, I should have, I should be in jail right now. Like, if we had to call it, call a spade for a spade, I should be somewhere in, in prison right now. Like, literally. But I, I had to give those things over to God. I had to let God show me, this is, this is not right. This is not what I called you to be. This is not who you are. But I'm grateful that God doesn't see us as we are. He sees us who he made us to be. And that is why I I can't do anything but be grateful for that. You know what I'm saying? I can't do anything but praise him for that. I can't do anything but give him my life over to him for that. So 
this is this is two Christians, you know. This is this is not for the non-believers. These are for Christians, and I feel like the more we are open with God, the more we can be open with non-believers to get them to the place where we are. You know what I'm saying? You know, God called us to seek and to save, but if God can't fix us, how are we gonna be able to do what He called us to do? If we're being um, if we're being stubborn with God, no, God needs us to be open. You know. God needs us to be open. And this is why I feel like churches don't grow. is because the members are not, they they come to church out of routine. No, this is not a routine. We, we seriously need Jesus. Our children need Jesus. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? This generation, our city needs Jesus, literally. But we are never going to win their souls over and for them to give their life to Christ if we don't allow God to 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 do the work in those who already believe. You know what I'm saying? Like we're abundant in grace. We're a, we have an abundance of mercy. And so do they. But God is calling us to do to go get them and bring them to him. But we are being stubborn with God and not even open up opening up our lives to him. So, you know, I just challenge all my believers out there, all my Christians, open up, open these doors that God are knocking on. Let them. <laughs> if you know what, I'm gonna say this like this because I had the same issue. My thing was, when I open up this door, how will people see me? First of all, people, the Bible says, you know, fear God, not man. And and that's what I had to keep reminding myself, you know. Either I can stay in this lifestyle because I don't want people to see the real me or I can give it over to God and get a sense of peace. And let me tell you something. At the end of the day, literally at the end of the day, I come home and I'm in my room by myself. When I die, at the end of the day, I'm going to be by myself. When I go see Jesus and I have to be judged, I'm going to be what? By myself. My friends won't be with me. The people who I've met in that lifestyle won't be with me. The people who judge me won't be with me. My church family won't be with me. My parents won't be with me. Nobody but me will be with me. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be all by myself. And you have to make that choice. Where I'm not here to please, man. I'm not. And, and, I, and I feel like, God, I, you know, and I'm not saying I want to be called because I don't nobody want to really be called to ministry. Let's be real. Don't nobody really want to be called to ministry because I feel that when we're called to ministry, God is asking us to be transparent with our life. And that's all I'm doing at this point. I was in a homosexual lifestyle. I I did what I did. I was this way because X, Y, and Z. And I talked about all these things on previous podcasts. But I'm open about my life. And I feel like that's what God is trying to get us to be. Because you know what? Transparency attracts unbelievers. Transparency attracts unbelievers. And when we attract the unbelievers, boom, we got them. Now we can lead them to Christ and let Jesus do the same thing for them that he did for us. You know, God is not calling us to save people. He's just calling us to get them to him. But we have to be transparent. And I feel like when the fact that God, I, I don't know why he's calling me. But like I said, I feel like it's because I can, I, I'm, I'm open about my life. You know, I don't mind being open about my life if it's going to save others. You know, I'm not being open as a way of saying, oh, look what I did. No, because I'm not proud of the things I did, but I am. I can say all that I did and I say, but by his grace and by his mercy. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I don't have to keep dwelling on that. I don't have to, I don't live like that no more. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do have my hard days, don't we all? But at the end of the day, I still have an abundance of grace and I still have an abundance of mercy. And the fact that, like I said, you know, our transparency attracts believers. And I challenge that for the leaders. Who is, whoever's listening to this, if you're a leader, be transparent. You know, you, you, you're trying to make, you're trying to... You, you're trying to get others to believe something that they probably don't even see you, you know? Like you're saying, you know, you're, you you could preach about my sin, but what about your sins? I don't see you preaching about your sins. And I always say that the things that we keep in private, God will expose them publicly if we don't give it to him in private. If we don't allow God to uh, fix us in private, he would expose, he would keep, he would just expose us. And that happened to me. I, I can't tell you nothing that hasn't happened to me. I'm not... I'm not no Bible scholar. I'm not none of that. I'm just telling you from what happened to me. God had to expose me some for something that I knew he was trying to get rid of out of my life, but I was being hard-headed. And, you know, and the fact that God is calling us to a higher, you know, a higher calling, a higher position, we have to be transparent. We have to be. And our, like I said, our transparency, our transparency allows us to carry out the calling. The call that I gave everybody, all believers, the calling to seek and to save those who are lost. That's a call. That's everybody's mission. Everybody has the same mission to seek and to save, to seek and to save. But, you know, the more you're close in, the more you allow God to just sit in your living room. You know, we we can seek all we want, but if 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 God. If we're not open to let God do it in our lives, how can we go after those and tell them to be open to let God do these do these miraculous things in their lives? No, it has to start with us. You know, we have we have to be the gateway. We have to let others see what God or God is doing in our lives. You know, and if you feel that you're going to be embarrassed or that you don't want people in your business, take it up with God, because like I said, at the end of the day. The things that we don't allow God to fix in private, he exposes them publicly for Christians, for, for believers. Because he gives us a warning not to be lukewarm. He says, those who I love, I chastise. So it's best that you repent. It's best that you repent, you know. So I, I don't know who this is for, but God is knocking on some doors in your life. Like I said, a house has many doors. Opening up the front door is just the start, you know. Some of us got a six. Some of us got sixteen bedroom houses. I know for me, I had a twenty-five bedroom house, and I don't. I mean, that's just me speaking. And God is still, He's just on door number five. You know what I'm saying? He's just on door number five, and that ain't including the garage, the basement, and the attic. That ain't even including that. But it's a work in progress. We are all works in progress. I don't care what your status is. I don't care pastor to the usher i don't care what your status is god is working in all of us so the only thing we can do is be transparent so before i head out um i first of all i appreciate y'all we are right on time um but before i head out i just want to pray um with your for for you and with you and um and you know i'm just hoping that god strengthen us so that the the church you know with a capital c can grow you know we we don't want to go to heaven by ourselves, you know, that we want everybody to go to heaven. We want 
I, I want everybody to experience God for who he is. You know, we often look at God as this person where society makes God to be this person who just gives us everything we want. No, 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 no. That is not God. That is not God. God is not, you know, the bank. God is not the person you go to only when you want something. No. Bless, blessings just means happy, peace. I mean, I don't have nothing in the bank. I don't, I don't have no possessions that makes me more than what I am, but I do have peace. After years of dealing with what I dealt with, this is more than I can ask. <laughs> like, what I thought I wanted and what I have now, it doesn't even compare. The peace does not compare to what I thought I needed to be okay with not being in that. Like, I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's different. It hit different. And you only can experience it when you uh, when you open these doors. And you have to start by... If, like I said, if it's, all, it's for believers. We've already opened the front door. Now we just we can't keep God in the living room. Let him roam. Let him, you know, David prayed the prayer, search me. Let God search your house. Let God go up and down your stairs. Go in this room, go in this room. Let him search you. And David went on to say anything that is that you find in me that is offensive. God, if there's something in me, these ways I have, clean me up. Let it come out so that I can see. And when it come out, be like, that's it right there. You know what I'm saying? That's that's all. As Christians, we should be growing, you know. And next week, I'm going to talk about transparency. And um, I'm just going to depth on that. And I hope that you come back. And I hope that this message touched a, a heart of a believer, you know, to be um, transparent with others and to be transparent with God. So, yeah, so let's let's head out. Um, God, we thank you. We thank you for sending Jesus. We thank you for leaving us the Holy Spirit. I ask that you will just let us be open. I ask that you will just let us stop being stubborn. I ask that you will just, like David said, search us. And anything that is not like you, take it out of us, you know. I ask that you will help us to not care about what the world thinks about us, not care about that if someone is going to judge us for having a past. We all have a past. Even those who are not believers, they have a past, you know. So let us not just be scared of that. Let us be open. Let us be okay to share our downfalls, even as leaders. Let us be okay to share that we struggle with things sometimes. No matter what it is, we all struggle. And let us just be strong as a church. Let us grow as a church, you know. It's not about... It's not about the position, you know. Because at the end of the day, you see us all the same. So, God, just be with us. Help us. Give us peace, you know. Give us those things that material things can't compare to. We ask that you forgive us of our sins. We ask that you would just let us be one with you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right, y'all have a good weekend. It is Friday. It's the weekend. Y'all be safe. Um, enjoy. Well, it's kind of raining, but just enjoy the weather. Enjoy spending time with your family. And yeah, and on Sunday, y'all go ahead and get yourselves in church. Um, church, churches are open now. You know, I know some people still online. Even um, but we gotta we gotta get back in the habit of going back to church. God created us to be in community with each other. Um, and you know we can't grow as Christians by staying home and just watching online because 
Let's be honest. Let's be, let's be honest. We ain't paying attention. Yeah, we ain't paying attention. But let's let's start getting back into the habit of actually going back into the church house wherever you worship. Um, just make an effort. Just make an effort to start going back to church. All right, y'all be good.